Hello guys and welcome to another episode of our podcast in Mindsight. Today we're going to talk about free time and how we design it productively. But before we get into the topic for today, Ilias, how has your week been so far? You know what, what you just said? I don't know. Th those words don't really go together. Free time and productivity. <laughs> oh, they do. But, we'll, but we'll get into that, I suppose. <laughs> nice sure. to have you back, guys. Um, yeah, it's been an interesting week for me. Lots of stuff to do again. Um, many meetings. But I feel like the consulting project is progressing quite well and we're getting somewhere. <laughs> we have to be that's done great. in like three weeks and I think, yeah, that's manageable. Other than that, uh, another experiment at uni was also quite cool. Um, only one to go, then I'm finally free from that one <laughs> in <laughs> nice. two weeks. And yeah, not, not much happened other than that, I suppose. Just work and not that much free time <laughs> um, <laughs> right what about what about you yasin um your week anything special anything you want to share well not special exactly it was just <laughs> this week was a lot but in a good way you know just full of appointments and things to do and constantly running uh, to other places but i love it like i love that kind of fast-paced environment especially if i know that it was my choice to begin with to mm. do all that stuff uh, i think i would have a problem to do it for somebody else <laughs> you know but uh, i know i do it for me and that's all the things i chose to do um so it feels really great to just progress like that and to have this fast-paced environment i can kind of relate to that <laughs> We both have much to do, I suppose. Um, yeah. Right. Want to want to jump in? <laughs> We can jump in. I'm ready with my coffee. Mm. Yeah. Oh, always nice. Always nice. <laughs> um, to stay awake and stuff quite early still today. Honestly, I only have to drink coffee when we record. Because... Yeah, <laughs> yeah because because as you may notice by my voice i'm still like very tired and groggy and i need i need coffee to wake me up like this i, I no assume you just it. got up <laughs> yeah like half an hour ago ah well well um, I've, i've been an early bird i've been awake since seven or so <laughs> <laughs> all right okay yeah. and i went to bed at half past one or so <laughs> oh man <laughs> because we had some meeting that took until Yeah, half past 11 or something yesterday. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, but I got my eight hours of sleep. And I'm gonna wake up in the course of the episode with my little coffee here. So yeah. <laughs> let's start. I don't need to wake up with coffee. Just the feeling of doing this podcast, this yeah, entertainment, yeah, 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 yeah. this quality, right. bringing it to our <laughs> listeners out there. That's enough for, sure. for me to wake up. That's what they all say. <laughs> But the thing yeah. is, I don't know if coffee even works for me. Like I have the theory that it just doesn't really have an effect. And it's But. more like a placebo effect for me. But whatever. The, the question nice is how how frequently are you drinking coffee? <laughs> like well, once, not even once per week, because I only started drinking coffee like last week Friday again. So mm. two times 
in two weeks. But before that, I haven't, I haven't drank coffee in like, I don't know, since I think over a year, actually. Yeah. Hmm. Funny, funny. It's been over a year. Like, you know, coffee is similar to a drug and if you do enough of it, then your body adapts to it and needs more to get the yeah right uh, thing out of it. But interesting. So, so you don't react that much to coffee. <laughs> no, not really. Okay. And it's it's really my coffees are like five percent coffee and the rest is milk. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's probably part of the reason. That's that's, that's probably really the reason. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I just okay. do it for the for the aesthetic of it. Mm. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> also, start. your cigar and your. Um, yeah, my, my fancy cigar. embroidered yeah. uh, pajama with your initials and yeah for sure <laughs> not my can see it yeah not one of my like 20 shirts i wear for sleep anyways <laughs> <laughs> let's <laughs> let's start <laughs> let's start with the topic so free time Elias, you don't have any so well, I, yeah I, I, I i'm out for this discussion uh, have fun with your monologue <laughs> for the next <laughs> half an hour or so <laughs> no just kidding but uh free time okay how let's start what is that, that? i don't know that yeah. word. <laughs> what is that right <laughs> no but how do you kind of design your free time when you have more of it than right now when i have more of it than right now uh, i also have free time right now and i think it's actually more quality than the free time i ha uh, have when i'm don't have to work as much <laughs> but yeah yeah um I guess I can talk about my current situation first. Um, usually, I, I use my free time actually, or I, I make free time um, to spend time with friends and stuff. Um, yeah, to hang out, to just get that social aspect, <laughs> because I I need some of that as well. I suppose to 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 be right. happy. Um, yeah, those uh late night meeting uh, not not like uh <laughs> business meetings like yesterday but like those meetups where you just sit together and talk a bit or um actually like also going cycling to do sports with other people um or going swimming uh, right now because it's like so warm in germany yeah <laughs> at the moment finally <laughs> it's a bit too much here in munich i don't know how warm it is where you where you are at the moment well it says here 24 degrees celsius obviously <laughs> um <laughs> uh, yeah yeah like uh yesterday i think here it was outside like 32 degrees in the shadow nice. <laughs> that was oh yeah. that's nice i like yeah, it yeah. when it's like really really hot and you can barely breathe I don't know. I'm just Why do you like this? I, w I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> like my apartment, almost 27 degrees because I don't have air conditioning and stuff. That's Oh, man. I mean, what's, what I'm comfortable with would be 20 degrees or something. <laughs> I'm literally dying and sweating and I'm sticky. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just used. I'm just used to it from like Romanian stuff where like mm. 40 degrees summer is the norm. Well, and you get yeah. you really get used to it and you actually romanians and not not only romanians i feel also like turkish spanish people whatever they kind of make fun of german people for it because they're so 
uh, they are not as heat tolerant as we are. <laughs> and <laughs> there's actually kind of this implicit joke that Germans really can only deal with heat till like 20 degrees, as you said. <laughs> <laughs> and everything over that is too much. And we're like 20 degrees. That's like not even lukewarm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> But, yeah, uh, well, I guess I, I hit the stereotype there. Well, actually, yeah, I, I'd consider... I mean, many people that I know are actually also very tolerant to heat and which are German and they wouldn't fit that stereotype. Right. But me, I'd consider myself a person who really gets along with uh, cold conditions. Like when other people yeah. are running around with uh, three layers of coats already, I'm still fine in t-shirt outside. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's really true. I think that's also funny how the cultures are a little bit different. I feel like mm. Germans are, when it's really cold, they're just way more tolerant to it. Whereas like Romanian parents, they're like, you gotta put on 20 coats <laughs> because it's cold and five pair of pants and three pair of socks or whatever. And you're like, what? <laughs> what? I don't need to look at Hans. He only has one light jacket. Why can <laughs> I wear just one light jacket? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, it's a funny thing. Yeah, yeah. Cultural. Okay, okay. Free time. Um, I, I tend to spend it with friends or I uh, may I block time in my calendar to make uh, time for friends. And other than that, um, the time between meetings and work and homework and stuff, there is usually like half an hour between <laughs> um, stuff that I can use differently from working. And I also need to do breaks because otherwise my brain goes <laughs> mushy. And I <laughs> yeah, I, I can't think anymore. So that time I use for um, either just chilling out and lying around and doing nothing to just have a break or to play piano or cooking or something like that. Right. So it sounds like you're designing your free time quite consciously. Like it's not yes, like, oh, because I, I have... don't have that much of it. And yeah. Um, yeah, to the other part, when I have a lot of free time, for example, in you know, summer holidays, I will think I will have more free time. I mean, I still have to do internships and stuff, but <laughs> <laughs> um, apart from that, yeah, um, I will design it less consciously. I, I think there will be a lot of wasted time on my phone and stuff, which I... <laughs> have to watch out yeah. for but also more time put into sports because most i can pull off is like two hours for going cycling or so a week <laughs> mm -hmm. um to get that much free time and yeah in in the holidays or something there you can have a whole day of cycling around <laughs> sure. in world history <laughs> yeah um, right yeah have you heard of you know, our old school had or per participates in this, um, how is it called? Uh, I don't know if it's national or just for Bavaria, whatever, um, but in kind of this mini school competition um, where it's about who cycles most, which school. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they have like this online dashboard and all that where people can put in like how many hours, uh, how many kilometers Uh, they've cycled and all that and oh, at the end wow. of, i don't know pretty how many honest months. they are i suppose they yeah are. for sure <laughs> but you know there are some people like the current principal 
uh, yeah, you know, that you cycled <laughs> like over 200 kilometers in like four days. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Yeah, but he's I mean, one of the people where I actually believe it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he's like well. cycling to school all day, and uh, he's got a like a, a race bike, um, a road bike, it's called in English. And yeah, no, two hundred kilometers in four days is actually quite reasonable if you if you got that equipment. Like from my experience, still. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's crazy. also two hundred kilometers in one day could be possible there <laughs> from my experience. Sure. But after that, you're a bit fucked if you want to go. <laughs> Just a little bit. No, no. Sure. But I, I think it's a really great, like, little little contest. Mm. And <laughs> I, f I feel like... Many... Actually, I think, like, if he's, if he's uh, doing... Oh, sorry. The connection was unstable. <laughs> I talked into yeah. what you were saying. Go ahead. Uh, what I wanted to say is that I feel like many younger students now have more of an incentive to, to cycle more maybe to cycle to school instead of i don't know taking the bus or even uh, forcing their parents to take them to hmm. school or whatever um it's really nice to see you know those fifth or sixth graders who like uh cycled maybe like 10 kilometers in four days but still nice to see that they kind of make an effort and put it in the app and kind of contribute to the success of our school or whatever <laughs> you know yeah. it's yeah it's kind of nice to see nice little contest there yeah the funny thing is um when i was still in my old school um cycling was was um like at the school you were just talking about. <laughs> um, yeah. Cycling was actually quite helpful for me there because um, by cycling home about, I think it was about uh, 12 kilometers or so um, from my home to school, that took me like 20 to 25 minutes um, with my road bike. <laughs> and that was actually like more than half an hour faster than, than the bus. <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> because like countryside and we got to stop at every single house in every yeah. part of the village <laughs> yeah right no no again uh, we deviated from free time <laughs> want to back get back <laughs> that's true sure we don't um, like our topics recently i suppose what <laughs> <laughs> what did you talk talk about um uh, right designing your free time consciously yeah, when I think you have not that much available, yes. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and do you design your free time or do you just let it go, let it go? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the danger for me was, it isn't anymore, but it was that I tried to design my free time too consciously in a way and i tried mm -hmm. to like maximize every single minute of the day which obviously <laughs> made me a miserable mess <laughs> and didn't actually make me more productive you will be fine um, no, no worries yeah <laughs> but but now now i think i approach it a little more chill i still design very consciously i think but i'm not that uh let's say not that stuck up in a rigid routine 
in which I even schedule in every minute of free time or whatever. And I feel like not only does it make me happier and actually way more productive, it also like at the, end of the, uh, at the end of the day, when I go to sleep, I most of the time I feel like really good about myself because I got all all of the things done I needed to get done, or even more usually, and I had enough free time to like read or learn Italian or practice the piano or whatever, mm-hmm. and also spend time with my family and you know also go out for a bit, and I feel like I've reached a pretty good balance. Which probably once I start studying will be <laughs> will be yeah. kind of fucked up by university will, um, at least for the first few weeks until I get yeah yeah that that definitely like you have to get adjusted and stuff yeah, yeah. but as it of now be, yeah <laughs> it will be interesting at the beginning because I assume uh, you still want to do IT and stuff um in, in, yeah yeah that data sci- or was it computer data science, science whatever. yeah computer science computer yes science. that's what it's called. Yeah, I think right. <laughs> you will be thrown off course a bit because it might be a bit difficult at the beginning. Yeah, depending I'm sure. on your studies. Yeah. yeah, but nice. Yeah, I think I, d- I designed it pretty consciously, but not as rigid as I used to. Um, mm. Which I think <laughs> a lot of <laughs> kind of perfectionists fall into, uh, trying to optimize every aspect of their lives and every minute of their day, which. In and itself yeah, isn't I mean, a bad thing necessarily, but it just easily gets out of hand, and you find yourself just stuck. Not yeah, really yeah, like anything. like like all those CEOs out there, they like the big, the known CEOs. Damn, they have like every minute of their day managed. I think. Yeah, like and not even managed like efficiently managed. Every single minute has to be used in some productive right. way, and. I don't know. I'd feel like more or less a, uh, like a robot completing tasks that <laughs> somebody set upon me um, yeah. that I don't even have control over. <laughs> I don't know whether that's like the life I imagine myself there. <laughs> right. I've actually been like, thinking no, no, about no. free will and stuff. Just follow tasks. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually been thinking about that CEO stuff because as you <laughs> may may well know I am I'm pretty sure one day I want to like have my own firm or any uh, whatever or little business mm-hmm. or whatever but as you said that kind of aspect of just having every single minute planned out mostly by some I don't know secretary or assistant or whatever it's it's not really for me I feel like I'm more like a creative sort of brainstorming idea forming a high management type of guy <laughs> mm. i don't really like to bother with details and actually it's interesting yeah, but how that's many actually not what management is about like as a ceo yeah, right. i think you should be like a a leader that does exactly what you mean like uh, sort out uh, quadrant two activities <laughs> right right <laughs> every podcast you- i have to mention that <laughs> Yeah, um, like I've the, the, the important yeah. activities for the future. That that's what a leader should do. A manager is just for yeah, delegating tasks, getting things done in the most sure. efficient way and stuff. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, but but that's my point. To kind of try to delegate as many of 
these, let's say, boring tasks I don't really want to do to other people who are mm. way better at it, you know. And it's actually interesting how kind of the culture of, kind of the corporate culture, I feel like, has changed uh, tremendously over the last few years. Um, because I feel like not only CEOs, like even high management and stuff, they started to really, as you said, focus more on those quadrant two activities and delegated most of those boring routine tasks or administrative tasks to other people. And I feel like that led to a lot of CEOs being way happier uh, with their work mm -hmm. and not feeling like they're, as you said, just some kind of robot completing tasks, uh, which probably basically anyone could do, but being more of the kind of creative, innovative force of the company or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds very yeah. dramatic, but yeah. <laughs> Anyways, mm -hmm. what did I actually want to say? Why did I start that? Um, <laughs> wait. But actually, you, um, you you mentioned that you are quite happy with getting your things done at the end of the day and also having free time and stuff. Even though if you are like a creative CEO, I think that that won't happen anymore then because as um yeah, as a CEO, I think your work never ends because you can do always, you can always do more than what you just are doing, especially if your company is, is big. For <laughs> sure. Always more areas you could uh, dig into and do more work in and work never mm. ends. And also work never ends at uh, five, it ends at <laughs> nine in no. the evening or later. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, but I think... <laughs> As I live my life life right now, it's it's really no different <laughs> from from like being a CEO because uh yeah, there's always more to do. And I used to feel actually feel guilty when I when I went to sleep because I felt like I've so much more to do and I could have used those ten minutes I spent on Instagram to actually uh complete uh task A or B or whatever. But uh, I stumbled upon this concept of just, let's say, forcing your brain in a way to be content with the way you mm. spent your day, even if it wasn't optimal, even if you could have done more, which is always the case, you know, mm. um, to just kind of accept the day as it was, try to improve the next day and kind of do those micro 1% improvements over the course of years, you know. Um, and actually, you know, if you go to sleep and say, you know, I could have done way more, it wasn't perfect. I did this and this and kind of being reflective about it. Actually, you make it way more likely that the next day you, you're going to meet your goals better because if you put yourself down and kind of <laughs> criticize yourself way too much, then you know, nobody would want to work for you. If you constantly criticize them mm -hmm. and tell them they could have done more. And I think it's the same when we talk to ourselves, like you're not going to do more work if you like constantly criticize yourself and tell yourself how unproductive you are or whatever, kind of be content with what you did, even if it wasn't perfect and just try to do more the next day and so on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I also kind of a few weeks ago stopped <laughs> bullying myself for wasting my time. <laughs> um, because I don't know, I can kind of think to myself, okay, I'm 
I, I'm studying physics, I'm studying philosophy, and I'm working at a, a consultancy. I mean, what, what more will you, what do you want to do with your life? Just chill out a bit and relax also. Right. <laughs> right. That's, you, you are, you're doing so much and you're doing great work. Yeah, no, and don't, it's okay if you just don't do nothing uh, someday or if you don't finish everything. <laughs> right. That's like, yeah. Yeah, the mindset. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I think we all struggle with that because, yeah, you know, yeah. I think there's also this aspect of comparison. We see like these super uh, successful people. I actually mm. recently saw a guy on LinkedIn who like graduated from Harvard with a full scholarship and graduated like like top of the class and is the CEO and founder of I don't know how many companies and organizations <laughs> and got the job at Google and met the CEO of Google and YouTube and whatever, you know, this crazy successful guy. And he's like, dude, he's like buffed. He looks like the rock, but just a little bit smaller. <laughs> like he's, he's huge, you know, and you see mm -hmm. people like that and you think what, what the hell am i am i doing wrong <laughs> <You know? laughs> this guy this guy is like i don't know 23 or something he has a tesla he has i don't know how many companies and works at google at the same time and all that and of course you know what you're doing there wrong is this feeling of what you know what you're doing wrong first of all you're sleeping um four hours too much every night <laughs> <laughs> right second of all you don't use every single second of your life for work <laughs> mm. and that's true yeah <laughs> no but it's you know it's not really my um okay i couldn't say it's not my goal to to be like that because obviously mm. i want to do stuff i want to change stuff i want to be successful in the things i do um however i define the success but of course there is this aspect of comparison with other people and you see guys like him and you're like okay damn um i i gotta step up my game because that's that's just crazy but at the same time realize you know it's your life you don't have all the context of that person's life you don't know where they've come from what opportunity opportunities they may have had that you didn't and all that or you know all that how stuff old, that you can't really control guy? I, how, I didn't hear that. How old is that guy that that's working at Google and have a degree? I'm not sure, but I think, I think he, he can't be older than 25. Well, I assume he's been working the past 10 years where other enjoy where others in, enjoyed their youth and uh, uni and stuff. <laughs> that's kind of the price you face, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, that's very possible. Actually, <laughs> I actually started following him on on instagram <laughs> like yeah message him whether he wants to be on our podcast <laughs> oh that would be crazy man he was like also national television all that and there yeah, come sure. two guys from germany hey yeah, man mediocre podcast here <laughs> not even speaking uh, good english <laughs> it's not sure that enough, it's not that bad no i i think we're actually pretty good we talked about that in the last episode i think we actually pretty solid mm, nah, you can Quality tell him that we're points. pretty solid do you want to join we're pretty <laughs> <laughs> no obviously we have to say like man we're, we're the best 360 degrees uh entertainment podcast uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah where is he um 
That would be Anyways. funny if that worked out. <laughs> that I mean, that would be great. We can we can of course message him, but no, I think he has out. like I don't know thirty thousand followers on Instagram, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you're not gonna see our little message there. But I mean, we can try. I've I've messaged so many people who have like hundred thousands of subscribers, mm-hmm. and I mean. 99% of them didn't respond. <laughs> wait, wait, but, yeah, wasn't some, it you who, who uh, messaged Ali Abdal and the answer? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, he actually answered. You know, it happens. Why Why not try it? Yeah. Nothing to lose. Nice one. It's the same thing with like applying to internships and jobs and all that, which I really noticed yeah. now. Like, just, just go for it. Even if you feel like you're not... <laughs> You're not competent enough That was my approach for the consulting thing. <laughs> really? Kind of <laughs> you see, it's exactly it. Just try it and you have nothing yeah, to lose. Yeah, yeah. At worst, you just you know, got more experience and know what to do, yes, what not to do. Yes, you get the feedback and stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice. Dude, where is it? Anyways, I'm, I'm going to find him and I, I'm going to show you. Right. Um, let's get back to free time. <laughs> yes, for the fifth time or so in this episode. <laughs> oh man, but it's fun, you know. Kind yes, of sure. I just mean, tr- talk just freely. just talk freely about whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, we could get into a bit more of the concept of free time, how it evolved, um, sure. how to look at it philosophically, more or less. <laughs> Why do you sound so bored? <laughs> You're like, <laughs> you can, I mean, we could look at that, you know. Yes, that's from like a phys- philosophical scholarly standpoint. approach, and people don't like knowledge. And <laughs> <laughs> right, but sure, go ahead. Sounds interesting. Yes, I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like okay. Okay, every motivation. Come on. Where's the cup of coffee that I don't need? Um, (laughs) Yeah, actually, the concept of free time, it's it's, it's not been around for that that long. Well, a few generations, I suppose. Um, It came around with kind of industrialization and stuff. Because, like, you had, as a worker, you had specifically defined for you what is work. And free time is kind of the opposite of, of labor and it's also free time is kind of in uh, our modern time referring to kind of the period where you can recover from work. That already tells us something about work. That work mm-hmm. must be pretty shitty nowadays if you need to recover from it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like also the yeah. thing that people will talk about. Find your passion. Work where you, <laughs> yeah. where you will have a fulfilled life. <laughs> Yes, Grandma, I know, but that. my McDonald's job, it's just its just what I like to do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, we could actually do an episode on that, on like passion and how we think about it, because I think I struggled a lot with the concept of passion. <laughs> um, <laughs> and for me, to oh, be honest, sorry, it's sorry kind of about hear, hearing about that, that your love thing. life is not that um, amazing at the moment. No, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> nice one that that was a nice one um, <laughs> <laughs> no i mean obviously in the context of career choices and all that 
I um yeah. It's not that I never understood it, it's just that I, I've come to the conclusion that it's mostly bullshit in a way. Um yeah, but we're, we're going to talk about that maybe in a future well, episode. Yeah, Anyways. yeah, that's we could deviate again. <laughs> no, <laughs> let's always. let's let's kind of stay on track for at least like five minutes. Five minutes, minutes yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, people feel the need to kind of take a break from work, which is interesting, mm. you know, because I don't know people. Considering we live in in the like 21st century and we feel like we have all this knowledge about human psychology and designing workspaces and all that, it's still interesting that people in that kind of comparatively amazing work environment with mostly really good like perks and all that, people still... That's also miserable. not everywhere like that. It's I mean, in Germany, it's quite good because we have so many laws um, trying to m- create fair conditions and stuff. Um, yeah. But still, like, the really shitty jobs that nobody wants to do, they won't get better by... Well, okay, they will get a bit better, but they won't get attractive uh, with creating a bit more of a better work environment with, I don't know... The table tennis play it in the Google headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. What I found really interesting about or not yeah, not interesting, but um really important about the pandemic is that um at least as far as I'm informed, I don't know. Um the German government did they increase or do they plan to increase the wage of like social workers in general and especially like uh, nurses and all that Mm, i think there was a plan of for that recently yes yeah Yeah. i I think that's which is very necessary (laughs) yeah i'm like finally man because i i was i were yeah i didn't work it was like a five-day internship at at like (laughs) Uh, the elders home and the, the hospital and man the work the nurses do there it's it's crazy like tiring and exhausting mm. and it's not like they work nine hours and can go home they work like 12 hour shifts 24 hour shifts oh, 24 and hours Fucking yeah no. yeah especially if you like top or not top nurse how is it called if you're like yeah hat nurse right if you're hat nurse she said that she only gets paid for like i don't know what was 10 hours but usually she stays like for 14 or even 16 hours (laughs) just because there's so much work to do and uh there are not enough kind of people on the station and all that it's 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 crazy yeah and and the shitty thing about it is it, it it's like you can't just go strike you can't just uh, <laughs> right. deny working because there are people who who are, might be in danger and might die. Uh, that's exactly that's shitty. Exactly. There's isn't there this uh, kind of unofficial saying in German that the more social a job is, uh, the more shitty the payment <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Um, yes. and it's very true. Like I've I've seen it firsthand, and I mean doctors obviously they work you know extreme hours as well and it's also extremely tiring for them Mm. um 
but from what I've heard and kind of read and noticed is that like 80% of the time spent as a doctor, of course, depending on the specialty, but in most specialties, you spend like 80% of your time on bureaucratic stuff and administrative work, just writing letters and all that. Hmm. Whereas nurses are like nonstop running around and getting stuff and doing injections and doing catheters and cleaning up vomit and whatever yeah it's... yeah all the disgusting stuff that's also oh man yeah you'll be scared yeah, and... for life if you have to work. <laughs> <laughs> right and oh, man. Yeah, it's 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 crazy like that's hard work if people are like <clears throat> like influences or whatever on tiktok as well like i work so hard oh my god i feel like three tiktoks today oh. i'm like dude, are, you, are you fucking serious like go to a hospital for just just five mm. days man go to a hospital and work there like work normal hours and, and see what hard work looks like yeah normal uh, hours not the over hour part that's uh, yeah in exactly. the in the uh, fine printed section of your contract <laughs> <laughs> right oh yeah yeah i find no. it so so incredibly ridiculous when like influencers or whatever i'm i'm working so hard no you're not mm. <laughs> you're absolutely not um whatever yeah yeah okay <laughs> so there seems to be like the concept of work being uh shitty and free time being uh there to kind of recover from it uh, <clears throat> zoning out right. um chilling out um it's not been always like that in ancient greek there was like a similar concept to free time and it was um called oh man uh, correct me if you know some greek or how to pronounce it it was uh, called um skole and sounds reasonable <laughs> yeah um that kind of can be translated as leisure and it kind of meant, it kind of referred to time that is not disturbed by outside pressure, like like the work we would refer to as that right now. Um, um, and, and the ancient Greek people used that time, uh, they filled it with discussions and lectures on various topics and um, also activities focused on the improvement of society like those uh, social jobs there mm. and yeah free time back then seemed to be a cool concept <laughs> at least For in sure. my opinion <laughs> what what do you think i i think that it's so fascinating how in ancient greek uh, ancient Greece, not ancient Greece. Nah. <laughs> in ancient Greece, um, we were. I, I feel like we were so much more advanced as a species, and then mm, came oh like, yes, the Middle like Ages. Middle Ages, everything went south. Right? Really. Yeah. Suddenly we come. Church and stuff. Like yeah. Barbaric and just stupid pieces of shit. <laughs> burn um, the witch. Burn the. Witch. Yeah. Exactly, and also like education-wise and. Um, it's i don't know it just took a leap in the <laughs> wrong direction and i feel like slowly we got yeah kind of for starting like 2500 years that's so much time yeah um i think related to that is actually also a concept i i stumbled upon which 
to be frank, I, I also struggle with. Um, but it's the concept of just choosing to enjoy your work. Like whatever you do, just in your mind, just choose to enjoy it. Just say, hey, this is fun. This is great. Mm. And suddenly the work you you hated so much actually becomes more fun. And I like uh, nice little stories of people who work like, you know, really boring jobs, like how are they called? Um, customer support or uh, oh, people yeah. who just basically sort papers the whole day <laughs> and all that. Trying and to deal with the Karens, wanting to speak <laughs> with the manager. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and those uh. people absolutely hated their jobs, uh, which is, you know, understandable, of course. But they said as soon as they kind of discovered that they can just choose to enjoy the work, and they can just choose to make it more fun, suddenly even those incredibly boring, mind-numbing jobs actually became mm -hmm. more fun, and they actually enjoyed work. And that's what I <laughs> try to remind myself uh, from time to time when I do stuff I don't really want to do. I just say, hey, this is great, this is fun, and suddenly... Yeah, like, why <laughs> I am I doing like this more? Actually, it's quite helpful for my future or for somebody else. Um, yeah, I, I guess true to some extent it might work i don't know whether you can improve the concept of uh, cleaning up the vomit and shit of elderly people with that <laughs> well, <laughs> or the concept of killing people in war or i don't know <laughs> <laughs> okay right i mean i really enjoy my work here in afghanistan <laughs> i mean it's not even, at all even. psychologically demanding i'm having so much fun shooting at the rebels <laughs> right i mean I mean, as even, extreme even. examples i mean in less extreme cases as i said like yeah the cleaning up of bodily uh fluids <laughs> right but even that even there because uh i kind of was in the position at least for a few days um and because i was the intern obviously they sent me to do that stuff <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, just just like a bachelor student at uni <laughs> yeah yeah kind of um it it really wasn't i mean maybe it's just me as a person i don't have a problem with that like cleaning up vomit or uh mm. the shit <laughs> of other people <laughs> i am um, i don't in i don't really mind sense. if if it you know in the right context of course like <laughs> i'm not gonna uh i'm not gonna do that for fun but uh, obviously <laughs> if i'm in the hospital yeah guys if, if you need help with your toilet or something and if it's clogged then just write this an email right. and yes it will come along <laughs> yeah sure and help you sure clean thing. up your shit if if the pay is right um <laughs> no but if you're in the context of a hospital, no, it's and like that's it's just like a nursing, job. nursing wage, you know. You're right. <laughs> that would be kind of terrible. And the um, two over hours are not paid. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but if you're in the context of a hospital, for example, and that's basically your job, and that's what you have to do. Not only do you like not really feel like it's bothering you, and at the same time, you realize that you know you're actually doing meaningful stuff in a way. You're helping that person um getting clean again and they mm. most of the time those people thank you and are really happy that you helped them and are really grateful and suddenly you become best friends or whatever you know it's it's <laughs> a really nice feeling to kind of 
help other people out and especially if they're like elder people or uh, have some kind of uh, disease or condition and you come along and help them and kind of make their lives a little less miserable it's a nice feeling and you can absolutely find meaning in that mm. i actually think it's easier to find meaning in those things than it is for example to find meaning in a corporate job you know where it's just about profits and mm -hmm. uh, money all yeah the time. yeah probably um Again, we were just talking more about the aspect of shitty work <laughs> than the aspect of free time. Um, if we return yeah. to our um, ancient uh, Greek scholae, um, the ancient Greek Greeks, yeah, the ancient Greeks seem to have focused on education and social jobs a bit more. Um, Yeah, there was also like the concept of uh, rich people who didn't need to work here, uh, just focusing their efforts on improving society and stuff instead. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, do you think that's a valuable concept still nowadays? More or less use your free time to educate yourself or to help others instead of hanging around at your phone? <laughs> <laughs> um, Or do you think free time nowadays should also should uh, should be used um, to recover from work, to be on your own, or to party with your friends? Or is there a balance? Or is there, yeah? <laughs> well, um, obvi yeah, obviously there there is a balance. I think for most people, you can't just spend all your free time partying, but you also can't spend all your free time just constantly. Um, I don't want to say constantly educating yourself as if well, it's something you bad, you know. <laughs> you can, of course. and You can that's, party. Sunday. That's rather... Monday. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's rather what I, I would choose to do to educate myself in my free time or to kind of improve in some shape or form. Uh, but it obviously depends on what you want out of life. If you're a person, you know, if you don't have the ambition to become more educated or to improve yourself and you're fine with who you are and where you're at then sure go spend all your free time drinking oh, and going wouldn't out recommend I mean, sure <laughs> yeah i may i personally books, wouldn't people, and that's books. not <laughs> that's not how i would want to spend my life but if that's your ambition and if that's your ideal life go ahead i don't care mm -hmm. <laughs> um but Yeah, I think there should be a balance. And for me, the balance is actually not a 50-50 thing of 50-50, 50% uh, like uh, educational free time, let's say, and 50% just uh, free, free time, like yeah. doing nothing or partying or whatever. It's actually more of a, I'd say, maybe 90% productive free time and 10% just doing whatever the hell I want. And I found that to be quite quite okay for me i'm quite fine with that um to have some time some free time where i just do nothing i just think i just go out for, with no particular reason uh maybe party once in a while i don't know uh but i the thing is i don't really see the value in that stuff like i don't feel like it's moving me forward necessarily mm. and therefore I rather spend my time working out, catching up with friends. 
also cleaning my room, learning a new skill or whatever. Yeah. I think this will actually make me a better human being. Which is not to say, of course, I don't want to sound like <laughs> a boring as fuck person. Um, <laughs> I enjoy just walking around the city and visiting stuff and having no mm. particular goal in mind all the time. But I just noticed that I don't re I don't need that much of it. Yeah. Compared to I, I see people, those activities like um kind of the recharging of the battery aspect of free time um doing something that keeps your mental health up <laughs> and yeah. that obviously varies from person to person like an introverted person might need more time alone and re to recover from their office job where they're working together with others yeah. or uh the extroverted person might want to party to get the uh, yeah, nice feelings out of all of the alcohol and <laughs> the COVID <laughs> infection that will result from <laughs> <laughs> raving with 100 people illegally somewhere. Um, yeah. 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 Um, are you... Okay, like the concept of educating yourself is is a bit difficult as a student whose job already is to learn uh, half of the day that new stuff. Um so may, that, that might not apply there, but um, are you educating yourself specifically in some field right now? Um, or are you, well, I'd also suppose reading counts as that, <laughs> even though it's over various fields. Yeah. Well, yeah, that this gap here I'm still in for a few months. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've actually spent pretty much all the time learning stuff. Um, mm. It was programming, then Italian, then, I don't know, just reading a lot of stuff. Also, I think learning about myself would count into that, yeah. uh, which is probably the best thing you can educate yourself on, kind of how you function and who you are and uh, what you value and all that. Um, so, yeah, I would say I, I educate myself right now, and that's pretty much the whole focus of that gap here. Obviously, as soon as I start, as I start studying, that kind of will shift a bit um, mm. from educating myself to kind of um, doing uni work, which obviously is also education, but in a different form of sorts. Um, so I won't have eight hours available to just do whatever I want. It will be you know, maybe two hours where I can read a book, work out, whatever learn a new skill no i mean you have like 16 cooking. hours in your day let's say four go yourself uh, because you have to cook and clean and buy groceries right. and stuff then you still have 12 hours and i think for your studies each day uh, yeah eight hours max then you still have four hours for doing stuff sure more, of course um so <laughs> estimating that <laughs> yeah yeah okay what okay. i what I actually like to do is, um, as I said before, if we say there are different kinds of free time, like the productive free time and the kind of not so productive free time, maybe. <laughs> uh, I like to kind of combine those things and, for example, say, you know, I am I really feel like going out somewhere, just walking around, taking a walk, um, which could be considered unproductive free time. I wouldn't necessarily because it really frees your mind and uh, you kind of getting out of the house actually really helps with your it's focus like the, and all the that. mental health free time let's call it that 
<laughs> exactly but you can you can go to a park or whatever and you can take a book with you and you can, you can mm. kind of combine uh the mental health free time with the productive free time and <laughs> you know that feels really good time, yeah. <laughs> or you can combine social free time with friends also with like reading or uh, maybe you can i don't know you can say you know what guys i really want to kind of practice my french let's only talk in french for the next like yes, for the next hour or whatever <laughs> you know you can kind of combine those two things and that's usually really great yeah i i, Would I think you agree, I agree. Yeah, yeah i think i agree um <laughs> my my yeah definitely right i i tend to see those things kind of separate all the time and i think i have to do more abstraction and combination of those things um yeah. like for the educating myself thing um also a recommendation for to you and the listeners out there um like for my summer holidays i planned on not signing up for anything in particular that i don't need to do and i wanted to just use the time uh for myself with stuff i can decide for and there's actually like the the offer of lectures online that there's like this mit open course thing where you can just select the oh. course you want to get educated in for free um and i think i will do some of those over the course of my summer holidays summer vacation to just yeah um, learn about something i don't know probably scientific programming or stuff <laughs> yeah because i want to and that's a that's a recommendation for uh, you guys out there who don't have time to fully uh, work uh, to fully to fully learn in, at a university level or a setting um and to just want to learn about some topic somewhere i mean mit open course is quite nice and i think you can also pay them to do a test at the end to get a certificate and stuff yeah there's those there are, there's how are they called actually those um massive open online courses or so i don't know how they I mean, I, I know of Coursera. Yeah, yeah, that's I, I, also one. Have, <laughs> that, that's the second thing I wanted to recommend for learning in your free time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And usually they're free or quite inexpensive. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, they're great. Sure. It's, it's a great idea. <laughs> and it's all, it also adds idea. to your resume, obviously. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can all like... That stuff um hannah a uh, guest on our uh, podcast previously she's doing a lot of those also in psychology and stuff and she really re really recommends those yeah and i mean they add up like you can add a whole section to your cv i completed that course and that course and that course <laughs> right yeah um yeah let's for the last few minutes of our podcast before we draw a question um uh, let's focus on the social aspect of free time that the ancient uh, Greeks like used. I I don't know personally. I feel like the past few years I've been really missing out on that one, like uh, kind of helping out society in some way, like um, giving out food at homeless shelter and stuff. <laughs> the typical right. the typical image you have for social yeah. stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I've been missing a lot. Of, out on uh, out on that because i don't know everything i've been doing was quite focused on improving myself and getting along yeah. personally and stuff um how do you feel about that like 
is it similar for you or do you actually want to do more social stuff or not or <laughs> like that obviously let um independent of uh the the social norms and stuff and what people want to hear right now like sure you don't have to say oh i really like to help out people right now oh <laughs> <laughs> and i've been working there and there and there and i'm such a right. such an angel right. yeah <laughs> no um <laughs> <laughs> not. well it's not that i don't like to help people it's i think more of a question of how do i want to help people mm -hmm. and i want to help people in my way in some sort of way and i'm like telling them how you think about them without censorship <laughs> making them cry <laughs> <laughs> well no um <laughs> no but the thing is so you're doing I, that just for fun <laughs> no 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 i yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing uh -oh. is, I'm, uh, I, I absolutely would in the future um, help out at homeless shelters or whatever, or at hospitals and all that stuff. I would absolutely do that. And I think it's important to do that stuff, but it's not, let's say it's not exactly my personal definition of helping people. I think mm. the way I would like to help people someday would to, like, for example, have an organization that improves education in Romania or that improves the healthcare system there or that improves whatever uh, political <laughs> education of you know of, of young people uh, which in Romania uh, Romania is really missing out on which mm. explains a lot of the voting results you know that that's kind of how I want to help people and I, I feel like where my strengths are it's not that I'm not empathetic but I think I know, I just feel like everyone should kind of play into their strengths. And if your strength is to help people on a personal level and I don't know, listen to their stories and take care of them and uh, lovey-dovey and all that, sure. Mm -hmm. But I, in my experience, that's not exactly who I am. Um, I'm more someone who likes to improve systems and improve, you know, more bigger picture stuff rather than one-on-one -on -one, like improvements or help yeah you know yeah that's kind yeah. of my position seems, seems reasonable so you're working to to get there in the future yeah yeah, yeah that's okay, definitely okay. go yeah like my problem you? my problem with social work usually was um or using your free time with social aspect was that all those social jobs aren't that attractive for me personally um yeah in the sense of yeah cleaning up shit and vomit and <laughs> 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 uh, by the way yeah continue taking a sip of your coffee I, i'm sure it tastes great <laughs> yeah i'm actually i'm actually done now and i feel like i'm i'm slowly starting to wake up <laughs> ah, cool, <laughs> at the end cool, of the episode <laughs> yeah half past 10 in the morning right now <laughs> right <laughs> halfway through yeah and or also just sending out sending around eight hours and giving people food that's um f always feels like it's not very productive for me personally um but i think uh yeah now now i found something that i can do that's helping other people and that um 
yeah, I can personally profit very much of that. Like that's the consulting thing because it's an NGO consultancy that I'm I'm, I'm working at yeah. and I'm doing that also. It's, it's like voluntary and you don't get money and still the thing you get paid with is like lots of experience and a steep learning curve and that that's like what you get out of it. And I think that's a good trade-off. Um, if you do social work kind of, I mean, that's, that's kind of undermining the concept of it, but doing social work and kind of getting a trade-off something back yeah <laughs> that's what what's been missing um in the other in the other um uh, how's that how are they called other other working uh, social working domains and stuff and yeah. that's also why it's kind of unfair to pay such low wages for a job that is mostly not that attractive <laughs> yeah for sure um yeah I, I completely get your standpoint for me it's also like if you take the example of the homeless shelter i probably most likely wouldn't exactly be the person to give out the food but i'd rather be the person who rented the place who bought all the food who hired mm. those people who organized everything that's kind of the position i want to be in and that's yes, how i want yes. to help because that's where I feel my strengths are and where I can move bigger things, you know. And you are also happy with, like, what you're doing because it's kind of demanding in a yeah. um, thinking through stuff way and not, like, standing around for eight hours and giving people stuff. <laughs> exactly. Which does not mean that this is not an attractive job to other people. I, Yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of feel like stuff has to be kind of demanding for me to make fun. Yeah. Yeah. for sure for sure yeah I've, I've noticed that generally i can't really be bothered with stuff that i feel like is too easy or too obvious <laughs> and what i've also noticed like generally when it comes to communication with other people and all that i've noticed that i'm i'm really bad at communicating when it comes to communicating stuff that i feel like is absolutely obvious and what I've noticed is that some of the stuff I feel like is completely obvious may not be obvious to other people and therefore should be communicated. But I just feel like, no, this is completely obvious. Why would I tell anyone? <laughs> Why would I? Where is the need to actually explain it to someone when it's so obvious? And that's where I feel like a lot of miscommunication problems comes, come in for me. Mm. and that's definitely an aspect i need to work on <laughs> um but yeah the thing of if it's not demanding enough and if it's not if it doesn't present a real challenge other than as you said standing around for eight hours then sure you help people and you give them food but uh, i don't know it's not enough <laughs> for <sure. laughs> I know I could do more. That's the thing. Teach you the know? maths on the go. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While giving out soup. <laughs> oh, man. Whatever. Either way, what's right. the integral of... <laughs> the arc tangent of X. Yeah. They're not going to come back. They're not going to come back there. They're going to be like, fuck that food. I don't want to well, do maths. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice idea. Like, um, 
in in this in your there's like this um leather soup where there are letters uh like of the alphabet alphabetic soup or whatever it's called right but there are letters yeah. in the soup <laughs> you could do that with math symbols i'm sh i guess someone already had the idea but <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would be, be funny would be great oh man educational soup Shut up. <laughs> yeah startup let's Gosh. go <laughs> For all the nerds, uh, I'm sure we're gonna find a ton of investors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, our impact, you know, our impact will be someone will certainly, when looking into their soup, solve a very abstract, difficult maths problem, and we will get part of the uh, Fields Medal, of course. Because I'm of sure. <laughs> That's absolutely okay, realistic. Okay. okay, so much about free time, uh, I think. One question to pull. To, to draw? Yeah, for sure. Uh, who was it the last time? Me. I think. So you. It was you. Too. All right. Yeah. Let's see. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? We need like a special uh, container for that. <laughs> I'm drawing yeah. your question out of, I don't know, the plant yeah, but was, right now or the, that the, was the original idea. Uh, plastic human skull or the treasure chest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have number two. Okay, we had that one already. Why are um, you deleting them? <laughs> we had that one already. 14. Oh, that's a nice one. Oh. If you could tell your younger self any one thing, what would it be? Okay, I tell them. Don't fucking waste your time and get started with all the nice shit you're doing nowadays right away. <laughs> do less okay. gaming, do less, uh, yeah, basically do less gaming, do get a bit, get social and fucking enjoy your life like a normal person right now. <laughs> okay. And, yeah. That's pretty Maybe. harsh. Wouldn't young idiots <laughs> because, cry? Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Just what are you referring to there? <laughs> No, oh, no, like no, before no, eighth grade joking. and stuff, uh, or ninth grade and stuff. I don't know. I was a waste man or a waste boy, or I don't know what you call it. <laughs> <laughs> waste boy. Gosh. Um, okay, so you would tell yourself be normal, uh, focus more on your future, don't waste time playing games and all that. Yes. Though. I don't know. It also seems like it's been a valuable part of my youth and uh, thinking back, nostalgia. Yeah, very nice. Like those um, Mario Kart tournaments with friends and stuff and yeah. playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, <laughs> and similar things. It's it's very nostalgic looking back at it and I think it adds value to my life nowadays to think about it. Though, I also think... Uh, if I started out doing more in earlier times already, I could be farther ahead nowadays and I could have, I don't know, created more impact and stuff already in my life and maybe in the life of others. At least right. with that social stuff. I mean, everybody needs a cheap children, child laborer, workers <laughs> to do their social shit. <laughs> Yeah. We're, we're really shitting on social jobs 
in this episode. <laughs> like, no, um, for if, if that's like uh, the perception of it, then apologies. I I know it won't help you in your current situation, but everyone out of there out there who's working in like a social job as a nurse or something similar, props to you. Damn, respect yeah. for highest for highest respect for yeah. sure. <laughs> well, even though that won't what? pay you and that won't, yeah, <laughs> won't help you out, then just just feel appreciated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, what would I tell my younger self? Take Actually, care of your hair, otherwise it will fall out. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I there was nothing I could do about it. It's just <laughs> genetics, man. Uh, uh, I could have slowed it down a bit, maybe, but you know that wouldn't wouldn't have made get a hair implant right away. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually not the not the best idea. Anyways, mm. what would I tell myself, my younger self? Actually, I think it's pretty similar to what you said to not <laughs> waste so much time and to actually do more because the more you do, and yes. that's kind of the lesson I've learned this year. The more you do, actually, the more time you have, and the more appreciative of your time you are and the more free time you actually have to do other things it's it's crazy how that's kind counter, of counterintuitive could you explain that yeah a bit more? it's <laughs> it's completely counterintuitive but as you said you feel like when you have so much going on and so much responsibilities and all that suddenly your free time you actually enjoy your free time more you're spending it more productively and more consciously and all that Whereas when you have tons of free time, suddenly you spend so much time watching Netflix on your phone, on Instagram, YouTube, whatever. And suddenly where before you maybe in that four hours, you would, I don't know, study for university and also play the piano and also learn Italian and also do that and this. Suddenly you kind of just spend four hours wasting your time. So I would tell myself, you know, do more. <laughs> you can handle it do way more just jump into stuff and don't be so worried about how it's going to work out or if if it's the best decision to take just take it and see what happens and and don't yeah. give so much of a fuck about your school grades that's also true <laughs> because nobody will ask for them ever again yeah it's just a means to an end although i think that's always the way i've perceived it honestly It's just a mm. means to an end. I don't really, I didn't really do it for yeah. the sake of it. Just I needed I mean, it. I wanted it. It's not bad to have good grades. I got myself a scholarship because of good grades. That's definitely helpful uh, in my current situation. And yeah, but don't don't feel like you're worth less if you're having bad grades and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that reminds me. I have to show you a video. <laughs> of okay. um, Christian Lindner he's like a, a very high ranking politician in Germany and what yeah. he's been doing in the last two years of high school <laughs> there's like okay, a th documentation th about him there from 30 years ago or 20 years ago so nice yeah but I think we, we would tell our younger selves pretty similar things just do more uh, you, you can handle it just jump into stuff figure it out uh don't be afraid of rejection that's also one thing 
And I'm not talking rejection <laughs> yes, and confess kind your of love relationship right sense. <laughs> I'm not talking in, in the relationship sense, just generally when it comes to jobs yeah, but or that opportunities also, I mean, and all that. Yeah, that yeah, maybe yeah, maybe. <laughs> but uh mostly career career wise, just put yourself out there and figure it out because Yeah, okay. So what he's saying, focus more on your work wives than getting an actual wife, you know. <laughs> well getting a wife at 16 maybe a bit early don't you yeah, think yeah. even though I've always joked that I want like 12 kids in a pizzeria so mm -hmm. maybe I should That's start your business yeah I should start you, you gotta get started on your uh, mustache <laughs> <laughs> and not just the uh, uh, zoom filter mustache the, the real one <laughs> the real one yeah. yeah I actually want to try that one day just for fun <laughs> I'm, I don't know usually for people in our age it looks like i want to vomit in the, the next uh in the next <laughs> trash trash can because it look it just looks disgusting for most of yeah, them yeah it it does well not at, not at this age maybe when i when i'm like 40 i want to try it just for fun man still then i don't know i can't get around the concept of it it's just no it I looks terrible but it looks that's terrible, why i want yeah. to do it you, you <laughs> look like you look it. like You look like some uh, high-ranking Nazi also, <laughs> with your hair well, color. No, 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 I mean that kind of Italian mustache. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, okay, sure, but <laughs> it's still, it's, uh, sure. I don't know, I don't know. No, I, I'm obviously joking, like, I don't want to do that. Like the Salvador Dali mustache, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right, okay. I'm always like doing this. Yes, yes. <laughs> kind of like that, man. Oh, man. Right. I think we're pretty much done. Yeah, sure. Is there anything you want to add? Anything well, you want to get off your chest? Thanks, guys, for listening until here for our other for for another episode of our 360-degree uh, crap entertainment, talking about <laughs> random shit, deviating from the topic every five minutes, not being able to stick to the topic for five minutes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. <laughs> yeah. I hope you enjoy it. We certainly do. And I hope you're around next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.